0: What the? Quarantine. of What The Quarantine does contain themes and topics which may be offensive, provocative or controversial to some listeners. Viewer discretion is advised. G'day and welcome to the second episode of What The Quarantine or WTQ. You're joined here again with me, Jared McLaughlin, how is everyone today? I hope you guys are getting through the lockdown measures that are, that have been implemented for the last few weeks or over the last couple of months. It's been it's been plain sailing for me. I've haven't had any urges to wanting to to break the rules, or we don't have the stringent lockdown measures or guidelines put in place here in South Australia compared to other states. But I'm still wanting to do my bit, so I'm foregoing wanting to head to my local shopping centre to get lunch or to loitering around because I feel like I need to think about my health and the health of other people around me. So it, it wouldn't be right for me to not be considerate of other people, particularly those who are vulnerable to catching COVID-19. So th- this is it. This is the second episode of the podcast. I can't believe I got this far. Well, many people were a lot of my friends and acquaintances and my occasional conversational provocateurs they would they they would attest or or testify that i should have done this a long time ago but i guess i didn't have the I, I didn't have the confidence or i didn't feel like that i have the prestige or the gravitas to be the voice or the face behind such such a huge, um, to be such a huge project because no one can get through this without having enough content to fill up a episode week in and week out. So for now, I'm just going to keep on doing this and talk to those who want to just unwind and just, just divulge anything that's going on inside their mind because This is the perfect medium for everyone to express their opinions and perspectives and their thoughts about what's going on with how the world and how Australia is reacting to this pandemic and how the federal government and the national cabinet are going with wanting to protect their citizens from going through another outbreak. Because we do not want a second or third wave to be unleashed where we may not be able to stem it or to keep the, the curve flattened. But that's enough about this. I don't want you to be in, a, be in a miserable mood. So let's get into what this podcast is all about. I was joined last week with Thomas Banks who is well-known in the regional Victorian city of Geelong. He is a disability queer activist, the founder and managing director of Centre for Access, a business that he built all by himself from the ground up. And he's also a stand-up comedian, who, who unfortunately had to cancel his debut show, which I won't say here because I want to keep it PG, (laughs) but he couldn't deliver his first ever show at the Melbourne Comedy Festival, as with many other events, had to be cancelled or rescheduled due to the lockdown measures that were implemented by the Victorian government over a month ago. So that's why I couldn't go to my annual trip to Melbourne, as I do every April, for the International Comedy Festival, well, that's really put a spanner in my, my usual plans, or what it is like to do to, just to get away from everything, (laughs) and from those who, who, (laughs) I won't say any names, but, it's no one that I love, because I love the people around me, it's just, It's good to to have a break and to relax and to de-stress. Because I know a lot of people like to do that when they are on the holiday. So this interview is all about talking about how people with disabilities do have to confront the elephant in the room. As unfortunately a lot of people from multicultural and ethnic communities have had to go through, and that's the, the cases of, or incidents, of hate-filled motivated attacks and protests um, perpetrated by those who feel that the, those groups, or anyone from a marginalised section of society, through the fringes are the ones who are solely responsible for the spread of this virus which is 100% not true and unfortunately there could be incidents where maybe not with COVID-19 but there have been other incidents where ableism does rear its ugly head and and it's not a, a flattering sight for those who had to be beholden to such behaviour. I chatted to Tom more about this, as well as with a good friend of ours from Sydney, who had to help to correlate and translate some of his words, as Tom has a mild speech impairment. So just a disclaimer before we get into the interview. There might be some words, or phrases, or even some things that Tom might be saying that people won't be able to understand. But just know that Imogen and I, or Imogen Yang, who got to be the voice translator for Tom, who was there to help him to get through what it is he's trying to tell me. So this is it. Um, I hope you like this interview as you did with the last one. Yeah, and let me say there's a lot of sniggering and giggling (laughs) that kind of verberates between us after each question and answer welcome to the second episode of what's the quarantine WTq I am joined here today with Thomas banks and Imogen
1: yang how are you both I am I am, I am really good
2: doing well thank Barr and good to be here
1: uh, of of having
0: eyes. Yeah, well, I couldn't think of anyone else who wanted to be my my first ever duro um, to be featured <laughs> on this podcast. Really, really, I, I couldn't think of anyone else.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I did, but you guys were on were <laughs> were top on the list. <laughs> wow. So I remember we were having this conversation pre-recording this episode. But I want to ask, um, how is it um, for you when you want to go outside in this COVID-19 existence or virtual um, parallel reality?
1: For, um, For me i am um, really weird be out. Um, be I'm, um, I'm, I'm, be, 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 I, be, I love being at, mm-hmm. but not to be, be, be,
2: be, What, really weird being out because i love being out but it's not safe being out right now
0: yeah i think a lot of people have felt that they just can't do what it is that they have done before this virus descended onto well it it started to infect trying to inflict itself o- across every part of the country or every other part of the world. But I think there have been people who have to rethink how they interact with people or how they, or what it is that, that they want to do when they want to go outside of their homes and want to get some fresh air, that they have to check to see if they're going to follow all of the directives that have been set out by the government and the <laughs> national cabinet. And that includes having to keep, make sure you're socially distant from, from other people at about 1.5 metres or 2 metres, which is about 6 feet between each person.
1: Uh, it, it, it was difficult because I had a society where, where I saw or drew, drew like... I uh, feel so like I've been fit to do size.
2: It's really difficult because as a society, we're really used to having physical touch. Physical like, I'm like, I'm um, like, I'm uh,
1: um, like, I'm uh, um, like, I'm uh, um, like, I'm 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 like, I'm, 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 like i like i like i am like i am like i am like like where we normally guide people on.
0: Yes, and there have been moments where you do feel that you do miss that sense of, of tenderness and attentive closeness with someone because there is this, and that essence of physical touch where we go about greeting someone, like either it is a handshake, it could be hugging them, hugging someone, or just giving them like a, a, a pat on the back. And, and we can't do and we can't do any of that at the moment because any of that any type of contact can expose us to droplets, which may contain traces of COVID nineteen.
1: So so why it be like for for all we 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 all we all taking? all
0: for me? How has it been for me? with me being autistic.
1: Uh,
0: I could say that it could be difficult or it could be unbearable or very much of a struggle to try and set my own set of new rules or routines to having to adapt to a whole new way of living. But i am actually managed to cope. I haven't had to worry about feeling that I've lost or essence, or the the channels of social interactions that that a lot of people have, because mm. before this, I just I I feel only went out, I, I yeah. ventured out um out of home a few days a week, either that's through through volunteering, or just seeing the, some friends from time to time.
1: Oh, um, I am I am. I'm all, I'm all, I am, all I'm in, all I'm in. I Oh, I... when you're in, um, i eight.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: yeah. Even when interstate friends come to when they um visit or pop by, I do make the time to go and see them. <laughs> Only if 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 I if I'm financially capable of wanting to go and talk to someone or to catch up with them, because everything costs a lot when it comes to transport or even having to pay for food and beverages. Everything Um, adds up.
1: Can I tell you a
2: little story? Yeah,
0: go ahead. Yeah, I, 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 I think our audience will love to, to hear a story.
1: So so while my friend with the above she she got me as normally when the 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 walking be and people who will run
2: eager so and one of friends with cerebral palsy. She told me that mm-hmm. when she's walking, people will run into her.
1: Oh, so, so, she, so she loves her.
2: So she loves the whole social distancing thing because she doesn't have to deal with people being near her.
0: <laughs> Uh, do you know if they did it on purpose or accidentally? Did your friend ever tell you what was the, re- the reaction after someone in, was walking uh, against her that they might have accidentally collided with her when she was um, walking on the street in the city somewhere? The, what was their immediate re- retort when after that happened?
1: Well, let them be rude so many people acting in community like like so many people god I'm um, like, so many people community so many people just don't care like like, like I see people with data positive like, like what like what like what like what like what I'm what what I uh, working uh, uh, like, like people just give like room to like move.
2: Like, I see people with disability out walking, and people just don't give room to move.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I've seen that as well firsthand. And and the one thing that I really do not like about it is they don't call themselves off for that. They don't like reassess how they how they acted when they after they might have like unintentionally or accidentally or deliberately disrupted someone when they were trying to do what was trying to walk somewhere and you don't do that to any pedestrian in (laughs) in, um, under any circumstance but unfortunately a lot of people are that um they do they feel that they are that they um they don't really care about other people and They just the only they give the only thing that they think about is trying to get to where it is that they have to go, and they don't think about how everyone else is feeling if you're trying to disrupt me, pretty much getting in the way of how they're trying to get to their destination, and if you are um, getting in the way of their path, their pathway, when they're on a public street then you are going to get those, like, responses of people being agitated or disgruntled or even annoyed that they have to give way to someone with a disability. And I just don't like how people can just exert ableist attitudes when or even use rhetoric to describe someone who might have gone about and making them trip over or they might have bumped into them when they're on the street and as it happened to Tom and his friend, it doesn't matter if you have cerebral palsy or autism or you have a physical disability or other forms of disability, everyone should be considerate and you just need to be able to give um, the right of way when you're crossing the road or if you're on the footpath and it's crowded and you can't give way to someone, that you need to wait for a while, maybe for a few seconds until someone has to go past you that. And that can be a person who is using a guide dog or even a wheelchair user.
1: But I also love about when, um, when if I'm wearing a full, or full, or wherever I'm full people or i um, so to see if, um, if I if I if I'm if I'm if I'm if I'm, I'm, I'm
2: alright. But I also love
0: the fact that if I fall, people
1: also come to see if I'm alright. Oh, right. that, that's good. So they do. No, do no, 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 I? I am falling more because I want people to to see if I'm fine. <laughs>
2: Yeah. So I'm falling more because I want people to see if I'm all
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> That's so lucky, <laughs> <likely>, Tom. <laughs> oh, Imogen, I feel like that we're leaving you out, even though you are helping to <laughs> transcribe what Tom is saying. <laughs> I want to get from you, how has it been for you since, uh, right, since, so. since the COVID-19 pandemic hit? this um, um Australia well, over a month yeah,
2: thank you, Jared. i mean i'm conscious that i'm mainly here to just facilitate the communication but uh just off the back of what you're both saying i guess i'm just reflecting that one of the the results of this situation that we're all in is that it really makes people whatever their daily reality is reconsider what it is that they take for granted what we mm-hmm. take for granted in terms of physical proximity to other people, in terms of touch that we expect to be able to engage in people in our domestic settings, in our work settings, in our broader social settings, what we take for granted in terms of personal space, what we take for granted in terms of showing care and consideration for other people around us or not, as the case may be. So it will be interesting to see whether any of that sinks in for long enough over this period to actually have a longer-term effect on people's general, you know, reconsideration about what it is that they take for granted.
0: Anything? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Do you feel that uh, a lot of the kind of like the the way that people have been kind of processing this pandemic, the way that they have been responding and reacting to mm-hmm. how they had to change the whole routines and lifestyles. For example, mm-hmm. a lot of people had to work from home, they had to homeschool their children, both in primary mm-hmm. and in secondary levels of their educational training. And there's also an instance of where those who have a disability of how to really try to, mic- to micromanage how much exposure that um, that they can allow to 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 intercept into their environment? Like if they have care workers or care assistants who have to help them um, with their basic household chores or having to help them with their personal hygiene. Have you heard from 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 um, Tom? I want to ask you this as well. Have you heard from what? any of your friends um, who have had this problem, having to change the way that they let visitors come into their homes, or if you do have a support worker or a care assistant, how have you gone about putting in like guidelines and protocols to reduce the risk of them infecting you with the virus?
1: So, for me, I don't have any debauched people because I'm fairly Um mm-hmm.
2: So for
1: me I don't have any support people because I'm fairly independent. So all I need in Dom of the board. It, Um, is someone something in like like normally every two do female do I'm do, do, um, doing do my bathroom.
2: So all I need in terms of support is someone to come in every two to three months to clean my bathroom.
1: Mm-hmm. But it is a significant problem for a lot of people to, to, to navigate.
2: But it is a significant problem for a lot of people to navigate.
1: Because <laughs> we all need to be... We all need to do do we do to be tough.
2: Because we all need to be tough.
1: Mm-hmm. We're tough. What, Sorry, Tom? I'm
2: missing. am
0: as I We all need to be safe. Good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I get it, Tom. We all need to make sure really? that we add these precautions to keep ourselves safe. From uh, from becoming infected with COVID
1: nineteen, uh, uh, um, uh, I I I but, not normally I go to a, to a physio. So um, normally I go to a physio, but, uh, but I. I I I've been sore. I've been sore. I've I've been sore enough to go. But I
2: ha- I haven't been
1: sore 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 enough. Oh, I
2: haven't been sore I enough to go. to
0: go. Oh, yeah. so so your body yeah. has been um physically in pain for you to wanting to go to see the physio. Which why you've been able to to delay any appointments that you might have booked or um, set in, or you might have arranged before you had to rearrange them, or even having to cancel them because of this pandemic. Uh,
1: uh, but I am I, I I've been doing a lot of a lot of that da- a lot of darkening for people. But I have been doing a lot of. Oh, I a lot of gardening. Gardening,
0: yes. And who <laughs> have you been doing this with, Tom? So people
1: pay me on Airtasker to do to weed a garden. So people pay me on Airtasker to weed their
2: gardens.
0: Oh, and how long have you been doing that for?
1: Um. Uh, like my people like my 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 life, my
2: life,
1: my year. I do want a business, but when it, it, when my life, do life, my not my life, in all my life, I life, my life, my life, do life, my deep my to my God for not
2: being home so much. So when there's not a lot going on, I do gardening work to keep myself from not being home
0: so much. <laughs> do you find that gardening helps to to kind of quell the effects of having to be confined to your apartment? Because of the, the lockdown measures that are currently in place where you live in Geelong in Victoria? Uh
1: well it, 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 it a life me to on some be, income be, because B be big for me to people of people on CHP of adoption I that I, that I like a mm-hmm.
2: Well, it's a way for me to earn some income because the government has left people on the Disability Support Pension, the DSP, out of the COVID 19 supplement.
1: But more for me to take out. It's a
2: way for me to get out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it would be. It, it prevents you from becoming to, it will stop you from being agitated, from having to be staring at the same four walls all day and all night, <laughs> <laughs> as I know all the people have been doing.
2: Maybe I'll just add something of my own here, because yep. I think it's a really important topic that Tom's touched on, which mm-hmm. is this issue of people on the, the disability support pension, and also people on carers' payments, and yeah. people on aged care support being left out of the COVID nineteen supplements. So I
1: don't yeah, know yeah,
0: yeah, that, that is really right. It's the COVID nineteen um
2: supplement payment. Yeah, I guess I've been having, as somebody who works a lot with artists and people in various professions with disability, I've been having a really wide range of conversations both with them and with people who don't identify as having disability and are of some of the issues, mm-hmm. um, to try and get a better understanding of what the ordinary person's rationale would be for those sectors of society being left out of those government assistance schemes. I don't know if either of you have had any of those conversations, but... Maybe the two of you have something to say to that topic because it seems to be an area that's not very well understood by people who are not living that reality.
0: Yes, yes, I have heard from a lot of people that they are not able to... They feel like they're being let down by the federal government by not including them.
1: because I definitely did and because we to did we we are not going to leave our eyes. No, we're um, not. No, because,
2: because the government thinks because we have disability, we're not going to leave our house. It's
1: it like people with disabilities don't have jobs.
2: If people with disability don't have jobs,
1: do we have large? I'm large. Lost any income,
2: so we haven't lost any income.
1: But we, but we, but we have. Yeah,
2: but, but we have. Yeah,
0: I, I will um kind of add on to that. I talked to my my guest last week, Samantha Connor, and I've been reading a lot of commentary on her social media accounts, and it is agreed on conclusively and quite unanimously that. A lot of people in the disability community do feel that they are excluded from receiving this supplement because a lot of them don't have full-time or part-time work with any of the affected industries and professions that have had to um, shut down temporarily because of the effects of the pandemic. That includes those who work in hospitality, tourism, aviation, retail, and they just don't feel that any person who is disabled do work within those industries. So that's why they feel that they are not going to extend the eligibility criteria to them, which I find it's Mm. quite insulting and especially for those who may not work in those particular professions, like I'm I'm a freelance journalist and I do a lot of work in community broadcasting and I, and, and I can attest to this as well. Well, put it quite boldly, I'm also doing a lot of online multimedia content production work, but it's not right to exclude or... Discount me or Tom because we don't fit their particular um, indicators of what a unemployed worker is, or, or how you describe someone who is caught in a rut in terms of not having a a regular income.
1: Uh, uh, I am to to Be I don't want them to die away more of my disability banking away for me. Yeah, I'm scared to go to Centrelink because I don't want them to take more of my disability support. Why
2: do
0: you away. think? Oh, wow. Why do you think Centrelink will take away some of your DSP benefits, Tom?
1: Because, because they don't do that.
2: We well. could Centrelink
1: do that. <laughs> well, I haven't done
0: that to me yet. And trust me, I would know. Because I religiously <laughs> check the Centrelink app every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's me. Oh, well, where hasn't you done quite, well, we are going over 20 minutes already. And I usually want to keep this episode at the minimum of, like, 30 minutes. So I might ask you one last Question. Yep, that'll be good. Um, and I asked this to my previous guest. What are your tips and advice that you can hand to those who are struggling or trying to cope with having to to live a no, new no. reality because of COVID
1: 19? Um, it, it really, uh, I mean, it, it will all be of June.
2: Did you say just breathe and it will all be over soon?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think he he did say that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, breathing through difficult circumstances is always a very Mm -hmm. fundamental important thing to remember.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: I guess, I don't know, the approach that I've been trying to take, which perhaps is coming from a position of relative privilege in that, you know, I'm not maybe anywhere near as challenged in these circumstances as a lot of people would be who've lost their jobs, lost their ability to pay their rent, that kind of thing. But I suppose just to try to embrace in any way you can what is beneficial that this time can give you. Um, So one of the things that I've found is that it's giving people less time in physical proximity to each other but seems to be giving people prompting people to make more time to communicate with each other properly. So that seems like something to really hold on to. Yeah, that's a very sound
0: device. Yeah. Time
2: for yourself, I think, for people in lots of different ways is something that they're often robbed of with the pace of everyday life. Mm -hmm. Uh, So even in the most difficult and stretched of circumstances, you know, I think it's possible to try to take some time for self-care.
0: Yeah. Because I I actually have been seeing on the news, a lot of people have felt that a lot of their rights and and liberties have been snatched away from them, Mm -hmm. even though they've forgotten the one distinct reason why that we are enforcing these directives to making sure that people are still going to be alive once this whole pandemic passes.
1: I I am I, I I I I am really loving my my time on a video we you. we I'm, we I'm, we i mm-hmm. I'm
2: really <laughs> loving my time on video with you.
0: Oh yes, yes, all those mm. chats on FaceTime. <laughs> yeah, so many I can't count on with both of my palms. I can do it like I can flash my
2: fingers
0: (laughs) and I can last count I can think of that last week we chatted about 15
2: times
0: (laughs) (laughs) could be more but I lost count of many of the calls I had to reject because I was either tired or exhausted (laughs) and I I had nothing else to contribute to anyone verbally
1: (laughs) Because I over, I over, where people are. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's it's not just you, Tom. It is others. Anyhow, <laughs> I need to finish this up now. Thank you for joining me today, Tom and Imogen.
2: Yeah. Thank you,
1: so much, Jared. Thank you. Yeah. We, we, um, we we um we 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 love. Ooh.
0: Uh, It's good to know I'm
1: a little bit of love.
2: (laughs) One of the things that uh, I've been doing with people whilst we haven't been able to see each other is collecting different kinds of hugs, all the different kinds of hugs that everyone's missing and just sharing those in some sort of verbal or visual way digitally. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to leave you both with that. Ooh, thank you. Sharing a virtual hug with you both. Ah!
0: Oh, oh. <laughs> thank you. I'm I'm feeling much more nurtured now. <laughs> right. no, thank you again, guys. And thank you again, Tom and Imogen. It was really good for you to come on and to to give your maybe five dollars worth of thoughts and perspectives about what's going on with COVID-19 and how the experience is for people with disabilities without how to contend or have to deal with ableists who just don't know how to handle conflict resolution. (laughs) They just don't know how to react if they happen to come upon someone who is trying to get to where it is that they that they have to go either for for purposes of education or for work or they just want to get home or to see their friends even though they can't do that right now because of the situation that we find ourselves in well that's the end of another episode of WTQ if you like this or you want to lodge a complaint about it, <laughs> please don't, but hopefully you will enjoy it, and you like with it I'm trying to get out to everyone out there in the world, so if you want to still tune in um, next week, you will have another very enticing, and earth-shattering, and a compellingly revealing interview with another one of my friends, Or significant others that I happen to know. (laughs) I hope you guys have a good weekend or have a great week. Make sure you follow the rules that have been set out by the powers that be. Stay safe, stay indoors, stay home and wash your hands. Okay, bye bye. See you all.